Welcome back to eBay Radio, where you can listen while you list. Now, here's your host, Griff. This segment is brought to you by ShipStation, wherever you sell, however you ship. You know, Internet sales tax is an ongoing hot-button issue for e-commerce sellers, and now there's been a significant development in the form of a Supreme Court ruling. Mark Facciano is here now to tell us what this means for your business on eBay. He's the CEO of TaxJar, a, a sales tax tool for online sellers. Mark, what did the Supreme Court decide in the case of South Dakota versus Wayfair? Hi, Griff. Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me on. So basically what happened is the Supreme Court decided that the laws that have been in place for decades now are outdated and don't reflect the days of e-commerce. So they've really focused on the definition of nexus, which is the reason why an eBay seller, anybody who's in e-commerce, would have to um, file and pay sales tax because they have some connection to a state. And the laws have traditionally always been until last Thursday that um, focused around a physical presence. Um, if I if I have a you know, retail store, if I have an employee um, or other, other examples, and that would cause me to have to follow that particular state, uh, state sales tax law. What's happened now is that since that's been overturned, um, the focus is on other ways of um, that states can force sellers who are not residents of their state to what are called remote sellers to have to uh, file and pay sales tax. And the focus is now on what's called economic nexus, which means, um, and, and in the case of South Dakota, they set thresholds of a certain dollar amount that are sold in that state and or, um, excuse me, or a transaction level. So it's $100,000 or 200 transactions. So it's 100000 uh, a year? Yeah. So in, South Dakota, in, in, in South Dakota. In South Dakota. Correct. Right. Correct. So it's on a, it's on a state-by-state basis. Um, and the exact time frames are one of the things that we're going to have to learn. Is it trailing 12 months? Is it last calendar year? Is it last four quarters? I mean, different states have already started to talk about what exactly that means. But so that's, that's where we're headed now. Right. So what, and I, th- so correct me if, if I'm not hearing this right, Mark, but what you mean by state by state is that this is, we're just talking about South Dakota here. Every state now could conceivably create their own version of the South Dakota tax, state sales tax law, uh, with variations, uh, different, um, uh, thresh, thresholds, transaction amounts, if any, some may, may be real high, maybe. It's just, we could end up with, for every state that has a sales tax, a different law. Is that correct? That, yep, that's exactly right. And a number of states have already written these laws in anticipation of the overturning of the case last Thursday. So there's, um, there's a dozen or more, I don't know the exact number, who already have passed these economic nexus laws saying, okay, if that case gets overturned, um, here's how we're going to define nexus. Um, so those cases, those laws are already on the books and a lot of states have already been passed. The biggest question now is when will they announce that those are, are going to start being enforced? Uh, so let me ask a, a mess. dumb seller question, please. <laughs> I, I have a question. A DSQ? Yes. A dumb seller question? Yeah, I really don't know the answer to this. <laughs> All right, okay. go ahead. All right, so how, so you start doing business, 
All right. And you sell yeah. a bunch of yeah. stuff and some of it you sell to South Dakota. All right. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't know till the end of the year, right? How much, how much money, if you, if you sold $100,000 in South Dakota, you wouldn't know that till the end of the year, right? Or mm-hmm. whenever you right. reach that threat th- threshold, how's it going to work? Right. Right. So you're going to have to have a way, let, let's just say, um, you know, it starts on January 1 of 2019. Um, you're going to have to have a way to figure out fairly quickly in January of next year, okay, where, in which states am I over the thresholds? Um, and yeah, and to make things even more complicated is there's talk about, um, you know, our state's going to be able to claw back and say, you know, this, is the law effective January 1 of 2019, just as an example, or can they go back and say, you know what, we're going to collect all that tax that you didn't collect in 2018, 2017. Now, I'd now, be marching in the streets if they tried to do that. Yeah. Because you've already done you. your budgets. You've already, you know. Totally agree. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> and by the way, I, um, as a former San Diego resident, I love what you said uh, earlier about coexistence. Because it's um, true. It's was, very true. Yeah, I thought it was really well Our said. kids go to um, school with them, marry them, love them, everything. Right, right. Um, mm, that's true. So, so the, so the, um, the, the good news on this side of it is that, um, that in terms of the specifics on South Dakota, they didn't ask for the ability, um, or intend to have the ability to claw back. So, you know, what the experts think right now is that most states are probably going to follow suit and just, um, you know, go forward on a, on a go forward basis and not think about um, clawing back. But I, I only bring it up because it is possible that it could happen. It's so complicated. Could they do it as soon as January 1st, 2019? Could they implement it? Oh, I, I think we're going to start seeing states talking about this in the next 60 days, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Oh, boy. Yeah, when it comes to when it comes to tax revenue, they can move quick. Yeah, especially if they've already got these laws passed. Now it's just a matter of, hey, okay, as of, uh, you know, October 1st, this is now in place. I so, hate to even um, ask this next question they have here for What me is that ask, question? But please? we need to know. Okay. Do you think a federal Internet I'm, – I'm shaking when I say this. Do you think a federal <laughs> Internet sales tax law will happen? I, I, you know, I, I get asked this question a lot. Uh, the, the Supreme Court – clearly indicated that they have a preference that this would be the simplest way to do it and i i tend to agree um but i don't pretend to be smarter on the way the you mean that it would be anybody else are you saying that they think it would be better to do it federally and not state by state i i I think it would be only because now you're instead of 45 different definitions you've got one thresholds and taxability you just have one um but I mean, your guess is honestly as good as mine, whether or not this Congress can get something like this done. I I tend to be, I'm trying not to be pessimistic, but I'm not expecting it. I don't think the states are expecting it, which is why they're already, you know, passing these laws and have been anticipating this day. Man. Well, we're speaking with Mark Faggiano. He's here now to tell us what that means for our business on eBay, all this business about the uh, Supreme Court ruling about internet sales tax. So, Griff, you you lived in New Hampshire. No, Vermont. 
Oh, Vermont. Thank you very much. Okay. Very no, different state. Did they have state taxes there? But, well, New Hampshire doesn't. So if we live in New Hampshire, uh, uh, Vermont does. Where there are no state sales taxes, will we still be liable for paying sales tax in other states? Yes. This is really yeah. poopy. So, so much for moving yeah, to a state to avoid paying sales tax. Yeah, right. Exactly. You can run, yeah, but we, so. you cannot hide your wallet. No. <laughs> so how can an individual eBay seller keep up with all this? Um, I'm going to be biased on this one, but um, honestly, at TaxJar, we see it as part of our responsibility to educate folks on this because, quite frankly, the states, uh, I don't think they do a good enough job. So um, we are uh, doing things like writing blog posts as soon as we have good information. It's blog.taxjar.com. We have a webinar tomorrow oh. scheduled. I can I can post the link. We've had over 2,000 people sign up, um, which is that's a lot for a yes. uh, sales tax webinar. You so should do one with him, Griff. You should do a webinar with him. How does tax jar yeah. work? We try to make it as simple as possible. You connect where you're selling to tax jar one time. And at that point, uh, we pull down your sales and tax data on an automated basis. And um, you have two choices. Either you can use the data we pass back to you to file your own sales tax returns, which... Not a lot of people enjoy doing, or um, you can use our auto file service where we will file the sales tax returns that you need filed on time, guaranteed, um, as well as make sure that the states get paid the money that they're owed. Mm. Should they be doing anything right now, eBay sellers? Is there anything they can do even? I mean, the, the, the best first step is to always be compliant wherever you're running your business. So, you know, you're based in California, you really should be. You should be paying sales tax there or filing sales tax returns there and collecting from your customers. I still think personally we're in this little bit of a wait and see um, to find out, for example, when these states say, okay, the economic nexus laws are going into effect. And I think, quite honestly, folks got to prepare themselves that this is going to be fairly chaotic um, and it might not be filled with uh, good news um, and uh, they're they're going to have to figure out how to, um, you know, be compliant. And I don't think anybody in their right mind is going to want to do this manually. I think they're going to have to rely on technology to get it done for them. Well, I think you're probably right. It just sounds like so much work. You know, I, a lot of work here it for is. people. It is. So it's a lot of work filing these things. I mean, California is a great example. Nobody in their right mind would ever want to file a return on their own. It takes... 30 to 45 minutes um, for getting all the time that it takes just to get the right data um, to now multiply that out over dozens and dozens of states um, is going to be um, time-consuming and expensive. So it's it's not a good deal for small business. We've always been pretty clear to say that we're not in favor of this particular Well, where know, can we go? Thinking. Where can sellers go to learn more? Go to blog.taxjar.com and we will make sure that, you know, it's part of our duty to keep posting. Mark, thank you very much thank for you. coming on. It's always a pleasure. This segment was brought to you by ShipStation. Up next, open phones, 888-723-4630. It's eBay Radio. Running a successful e-commerce business is complicated, but managing your listings should be easy. That's why award-winning eBay power sellers Victor Levitin and Maxim Godin created Crazy Lister and why more than 100,000 eBay sellers are using it. 
It makes listing so easy, it's crazy. Just drag and drop to easily create mobile optimized listings in seconds or apply one of Crazy Lister's 200 templates to your existing listings with a single click. Editing listings is super easy and Crazy Lister lets you keep ended listings forever. And if you need help making the most of Crazy Lister, their awesome support will make it even easier. Whether you're a hobby seller, small business, just getting started, or looking to grow, Crazy Lister has an easy solution for you. Try it for free for seven days, no credit card required. They're easy at crazylister.com. USPS has a lot of great ways to ship your stuff. Here at Stamps.com, we support them all. Stamps.com was the first company to be approved by the U.S. Postal Service for buying and printing postage online. And in our 20-plus years, we've learned a lot about eBay sellers. And we know that deciding which shipping option is the best for each package can be tough. That's where we can really help. Stamps.com's best rate comparison engine automatically picks the lowest cost USPS option for your package, making sure you never overpay for postage. If you're new to Stamps.com, we invite you to try our four-week trial. We'll even throw in a free five-pound shipping scale. Shipping and handling fee required. So, the next time you need to figure out the best way to ship your package, remember Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Spend less time shipping, more time selling. Good morning. Good morning to you. Time to hit that estate sale, so we still have time to get to the thrift shops. Wait, is that your computer? Yes, of course it's my computer. How else am I going to be able to identify items and find out what they've been selling for? I sure hope there's Wi-Fi where we're going today. OMG, look, as your eBay sourcing buddy, I've got to tell you, there's an app for that. There is. Absolutely. I use WorthPoint's mobile app to research items while I'm outsourcing. WorthPoint gives me 10 years of data, more than a billion images, along with how much each item sold for. Wow. WorthPoint's app also lets me save searches and make suggestions to help me find what I'm looking for. It even corrects my spelling. So I don't need to bring my whole computer. Of course not. Just get the WorthPoint app. It puts the power of WorthPoint at your fingertips and it fits in your pocket. So do what I did. Sign up for a seven-day, seven-lookup free trial at WorthPoint.com. Listen while you list. 